1: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome to the number one Bengals podcast. I'm Daddy McDoug. I'm joined as always by Dr. Hoji D. Electric, Esmoji, and Judge Sheeran. And today, we have one of the smartest Bengals fans on Twitter. I'm talking about... Mike Santagata, who is known as Bengal sons, and he does such brilliant film room. He, he, yeah, he is all over everything the Bengals are doing and what they should be doing. And so today, we're going to talk to him about the, the linebackers. So I just want to welcome Mike to the show.
2: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: Yeah, yeah, thanks for coming. So, Mike, I don't know if you heard, but defensive coordinator, Luke uh, Lou Anarumo, Came out and he praised Luke uh, Logan Wilson. Sorry, I don't know why I want to say the name Luke so much today. He praised him and said he's entrenched as the as starting middle linebacker, and he, he praised him for his communication. So I, I, you can tell me what that means, but I I mean I think that means that he's just very open about his emotions.
2: Yeah, so it could mean maybe he's just open with his emotions. He's a great person, great listener but probably means that he does a good job of in-zone coverage telling Guy, you got a guy coming under uh, or I'm passing this guy over to you or something like that. Or also setting the fronts, which is where defensive line aligns, so maybe he moves guys around really well. But I choose to believe that he's more like the uh, psychologist of the team and he's always there to listen to anybody's
3: problems. And that, that's what I want to so chime in on there, Mike. Could you comment on the importance of body language Which, by the way sorry for the background noise here i'm i'm connected to a chakra machine i'm getting my chakras back in order actually that's why i'm on break and and not uh, on the show formally i'm just just visiting in
2: okay uh yeah um i feel like linebackers always have pretty good body language but when you look at cornerbacks anytime somebody gets beat they all have like uh ah, whose fault was that and they all look around <laughs> the safeties too they don't want anybody to be blamed but I feel like linebackers if they mess up or do well it's always positive, but, you know, you start looking at the guys like corners and safeties. Sometimes they don't have great body language. Hopefully our team psychologist
1: could help this. Okay, great. Yeah, so so let's just talk about his performance last season. What did you see? What do you think that Logan is going to look like in year two? Because, really, we have him and we have Jermaine Pratt as two guys. The only two guys I think that we can say will be starting, right, Uh, So, so what, I mean, that is the weak leak of the, of the defense. I mean, the the defensive line was, it was pretty bad, but we added enough where we can say, okay, we know they will be average at least, but the linebackers, it's such a question mark. What, what, what did you see from Logan and and what do you think he'll look like?
2: Logan specifically, he's probably the best man coverage linebacker. He's pretty fluid. He can hang with running backs for sure. And he's not too bad against tight ends, but... Anytime you have a linebacker on these now four-four tight ends, it's hard, even if the linebackers are getting faster. But, uh, yeah, I think he needs to get a little bit better at taking on pulling guards and blocks like that a little bit. Gives up his chest. Sometimes they can get inside of him and push him off the ball. But he's young. And for the most part, I think he was a promising rookie. I think also Pratt. I think he goes a little bit underrated by our fans because they're not excited about him anymore. <laughs> like last year, there was some excitement for him, and now it's like, oh, Pratt. Well, why don't we put Davis Gaither there? But I think Pratt's got the best uh, zone coverage instincts on the team. And then Davis Gaither's going to play on nickel like he did last year, I think. Logan Wilson got
0: the bump up to base downs as well.
1: Yeah, John, what do, you, what do you see the roster linebacker core shaping up as?
0: Well, I remember that hype with Pratt, and that hype was only there because for a decade... Bengals fans hadn't been used to any any linebackers with any semblance of athleticism. Think about the best linebacker in the last ten years here. It was Vontaze Perfect He was not really that much of an athlete. So when you saw Jermaine Pratt, he converted to safety, playing linebacker, and actually playing with some force and also some speed to him. You're thinking, oh wow, this is what that's like. But you know, Pratt is, is still young. He was again an inexperienced linebacker coming out of college, and then. He went through his flaws for his first two years and that that has led to where he is now. It's a very questionable part of his career path and he still needs to develop more and still needs to be more consistent. And then, like Mike said, like that fatigue is kind of set in saying, oh, you know, that was nice to see for the first time. But, you know, we're expecting a little bit more out of him now. And I think what we saw from Wilson last year, he might actually be a little bit more along in terms of development compared to Pratt, because I mean Wilson, I think, is older than Jermaine Pratt, even though he came into the league uh, later. He's actually going to turn 25 here in a couple weeks, and I think Wilson has, like Mike said, a lot more instincts in terms of just playing in space and stuff like that. But I want to go back to King Davis-Gaither in terms of covering tight ends, which has been an issue for the Bengals for a long time. Davis-Gaither, when you look at him as an athlete and in terms of where he needs to be like He didn't play that much last year. I think they limited his snaps to maybe like at most 10 a game because you know they wanted to have him for very specific roles. Do you see him kind of playing more next to Wilson in those nickel downs and being more of an asset in coverage in year two? Or do you think that the role with him is too maybe unrefined right now? We don't really have clear expectations on him. That's
2: going to be interesting for me. I think he should be probably the nickel down guy next to Wilson and then Pratt, I guess, on base downs with Pratt's. Brett's also not that great of a run stuffer either. I mean, we don't really have any... For the problem we've had for so many years is that we have the big run-stuffing linebacker and we don't have these fast coverage guys. And now we have three fast coverage guys and we don't have the Ray Maluga on the team. But I'd take that problem over what we used to have. Anyway, uh, I think he's going to play nickel downs. I think if he's playing still like 10 snaps a game, there is something... Either Lou's not a huge fan of how he's developing or... Maybe they really like the other two, but I think he should be upping that quite a bit. I think he's the best athlete. I see him run with uh, wide receivers sometimes or Johnny Smith or something. I'm like, whoa, he's fast. He's, He's not super, super fluid, but I mean, he's a fast dude, so he's really light. But yeah, so you can't really play him too much on base downs. But yeah, nickel downs, I think that Davis Gaither should be playing a bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I I liked what I saw from him last year. And he was a guy who's been around for a while on the team. Before Jermaine was Jordan Evans. And he just got a new contract. Can someone explain why? And I don't mean that as an insult. But no, no, no. What I mean is what I mean is, yeah, I'm really confused.
0: I think the special teams, man. Like they All lost right. Se- they lost Seth and Carter. They've lost their past two special teams captains in free agency. And I, I think it was Jeff Hobson recently wrote about like someone like needs to step up there. And I think Evans has been like a leader in terms of those meetings and he could be the next like uh pump, punt protector in the punt unit. Cause that was Sean Williams last year. And he actually had a couple of bright moments there in terms of fake punts. But I think Evans right now is just your, your depth guy. Like, you are not expecting him to play that much on defense, but they lost a lot of special team snaps right now or last year. And he's, by far the most experienced guy that they have in that arena.
3: He's very good at the intangibles, you know. I mean, he he's the kind of guy who gets your past deflection. He's the kind of guy who will recover from COVID. He's the kind of guy who just gets the job done, you know. And that's that's what I think I really like about him. He, he'll do the unexpected and he'll do it unexpectedly. He
2: had a fun snap last year. We were in 5-0, so like five guys on the line and zero linebackers back. And they looped him all the way around to the edge, and he got a sack. He's still athletic. He's still fun. And yeah, like John said, special teams. But I don't know. I'm fine with anybody getting their money. That's good with me.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I am too. I'm just wondering because, you know, with this this line, like we need some consistency. You know, we've had so much. You know upheaval. We've had so much, so much change in line the linebacking, linebacking crew. You know, it would be nice to know who our guys are. Do does, you know what I mean? It'd be nice to know who the the three or four main guys are. We don't want a bunch of guys in there, you know, getting uh, just a few snaps. So I think, I think from what I understand, it is Logan, Jermaine, and Akim that are the guys. Those are the guys, right? And then John, we also have people that their names are showing up when you when you look at Google, uh, Bengals linebackers. I don't know if they, someone hacked into the system or if they're actually on the team, but I'll just bring their names here. It's Keandre Jones and Joe Bachi And the well, Big Ten guys, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, Jones was what? He was a college region last year at Ohio State, another light guy. He, I think, lasted on the practice squad just here for camp. I think Bacci was supported by the Bengals in the 2020 draft, but he also I don't know I don't know if he went undrafted or he uh, was drafted by the Saints late, but he, had, he just lasted the entire year with the Saints, and then I think in December he was waived, and then the Eagles picked him up. Now the Bengals have him. Just uh, he was a productive middle linebacker, Michigan State, not too athletic, but. I think he was suspended for an entire year for or half a year for PEDs, um, just depth. Like they have eight linebackers now, seven, eight linebackers. They had like ten last year because I just wanted to just throw a bunch of bodies at the problem and just fix it. But you know, he's here for camp, see if he can make some noise. But I think both of those guys have to go over Marcus Bailey to actually make this roster. I don't I don't see a huge reason to keep six. I think if the five, Wilson, Pratt, Davis Gaither, Evans. And then Bailey right now has probably the inside track to be the fifth because when you compare him to Jones and Bocce, he's probably the most talented. There's the only reason why he lasted to the seventh round last year is because of injuries. But it, assuming that his entire offseason season has been clean, hasn't been dealing with anything, he's fully recovered. There's no reason why those talents can't now can't now start showing themselves now that he has no more injuries to worry about.
1: Yeah, I just I, I forgot to mention Marcus, but it's because he's he's such a, a star, such a talented guy. We don't. It doesn't even need to be. He was on our show, obviously. So he's he's so good that yeah, Marcus is definitely going to be a big contributor uh, with his. You know, he's he's got very good instincts. He's he's just and he's a lovely guy. He's a lovely guy. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry, Marcus, because he he does watch the show.
3: Have you have you guys talked yet about uh, Joseph Osai or has that come up? My my connection is not great, so I I was just wondering because the chocolate machines are making a lot of noise. I can't. Well, he is the Joseph Osai. Issue has that arisen and has it been handled? Well,
1: we're we we're, we're thinking of him as an edge, not not as a linebacker per se. So we're talking about the guys over the middle who'll be tackling running backs, tackling tight ends, those kind of guys.
3: But they're but they're three four hybrid. So I mean, like you know, it's a it's so it's a different thing. really
2: We can't forget that Joseph Osai and Joe Burrow's first game in 2019 for LSU picked him off as an off ball linebacker,
1: which is why they yeah. want him at edge. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they don't. Exactly. They don't want to making exactly. Joe Burrow look bad. You know, we have a really important question off topic, off topic, but it's so such a pressing issue that I do feel we have to address it on the show. Let me just put it back up on the screen. So yeah, so do Wait, you like, think so, so Carson no, Palmer?
3: He's like a TJ Watt style guy.
1: Joseph Asai, yeah. So look.
3: Yeah, are we just not going to
1: talk about Joseph. Yeah, uh, that is all we have to say about Joseph Asai. So look, <laughs> do you think that Carson Palmer is jealous? Of signing with the Bears. Absolutely. I mean, that, that, first of all, Carson Palmer is jealous of anybody who has success. That is just the general rule. Any quarterback, any Bengal, you know, we saw that with the whole, the, all the talk about Joe Burrow. So I just want to, yes, thank you for that good question, Brian, in Iowa. Absolutely. That is the answer. Okay. He, he lives in your guys' heads. It's insane. He, first of all, First of all, Okay. You love
0: Carson Palmer. You just won't admit
1: it. No, Carson, yes. Carson Palmer. He 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 gave us hope for like a year, and then and then he just he just yeah, yeah. He, okay, look. All right. I think we've covered the linebackers. Anything else you want to talk about, John? Yeah.
3: Capricorn. Is that Carson Palmer in the background? Carson Palmer is a Capricorn. They they live they live. Yeah, that sounded a lot like Carson Palmer in the background crying. <laughs> he he. They live by their own rules. They're ambitious. It, it's, it's what he is. But I, I, I blessed Carson Palmer. It was a, it, he's, he is where he is, and we're happy to have moved on from that time. Yeah, yeah. I
2: think Bruce has to be jealous of uh, Andy Dalton in
3: Chicago.
2: Sounds like, I mean, a lot of pizza, a lot of well. Chicago.
1: I, I think the comment is referring to the fact that Carson Palmer said recently he wished he was drafted by the Bears because they had a good defense. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he was like, oh, they went to the Super Bowl a couple years later. I could have, you know, just tagged along and not had to do anything and go to the Super Bowl and then look better. And maybe maybe I don't have to throw the ball so much and get hit so much. It would have been great. You know, I I mean, I understand. Look, I couldn't play football. I would get ripped to pieces. So I understand. He's only, what, 6'5", you know, 300 pounds. I'm sure it, it was very painful for him. Look, I think that is enough talking about Carson Palmer. I don't know why he keeps coming up
3: in the news. You are welcome to our show. We know, Carson, you watch the show. We know that you like the show, that you enjoy the show. Carson Palmer, you are welcome anytime on this show.
1: We, We will see. We will see about that. Okay. Look. Don't forget to subscribe to the show. Leave a five-star review. And follow Mike on Twitter, Bengal Sons, Bengals underscore Sans, And John. Maybe follow John. Maybe don't. He, he, he's had enough of some of the people on there. And, uh, yeah. So, for Dr. Roji, Dr. Gismuji, John Sheeran, and Mike Santagata, I am Mike Maktouk. We'll see you next time. So long, sweetie. Bye.